Lawyers for the Crown have been cross-examining a defence psychiatrist at the trial of Lauren Dickerson. Remember, the details of this trial are quite harrowing, so please do be cautious about listening to this content. Lauren Dickerson, of course, is the South African mother accused of murdering her three daughters in Timaru. She's pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity or infanticide. Stuff's Martin Van Banen is covering this trial. Hello, Martin. Good afternoon. Who has been on the stand this morning? This morning we had a continuation of evidence from um, a psychiatrist called Dr. Susan Hatters-Friedman. She's an American psychiatrist who is a world authority on uh, filicide and postpartum depression and also mental um, factors during uh, fertility treatment. So highly qualified, and she's been on the stand now for, she started on last Thursday. She was there all all day Friday, and we just finished with her at lunchtime. What's the main thrust of the questioning been like? What what are the main debates we're seeing forming? Right. Well, we're we're at that stage of the trial where we're looking at at Lauren Lauren Dickinson's motive. Now, the defence is saying that her motive was basically altruistic, that she wanted to take her own life and then take the children with her. The overall question is, you know, did she know what she was doing was morally wrong? And the defence are saying that given that motive, she she doesn't. The Crown, on the other hand, is saying, well, really, when it comes down to it, she snapped, she exploded, she acted out of anger rather than any altruistic motive. So those debates are going to be carrying on for the next week, probably up to the end of the trial. And we've seen where those debates are are leading. First of all, you've got the defence saying that Lauren was in a delusional state. In in other words, she was was experiencing some psychotic um, symptoms, and that means that she has sort of lost touch with reality. And that manifested itself in her preoccupation with safety and and the fact that she saw New Zealand as dangerous. We can see what's happening here through the cross-examination. So the, the Crown is putting its its side to the defence expert and saying, well, look, you know, we don't think your analysis stands up because these are the factors. So you can, you can deduce from that what the Crown's argument is. So the Crown is saying, well, okay, you say oh, Lauren's delusional, but look, what she was saying was really just, just a, a negative way of looking at the world. It wasn't anything anything that suggested uh, psychosis. And then uh, the Crown also says, well, if she was delusional, how come she was able to, you know, be quite functional? She she conducted a number of operational sort of things, and that doesn't equate with a delusional state. Well, um, Susan Hatters-Friedman said, you need to understand that people can do both. They can appear functional, they can, they can appear operational, doing mundane tasks, doing even complicated tasks. But if you peel the layers away, there's this underlying notion which is delusional and which is wrong. And the other the other area of debate is the postpartum debate. And this is where the defence is saying Lauren killed children because of her postpartum depression. In other words, she was still suffering the effects of childbirth and therefore had a disturbed mind and therefore she was um, not guilty of murder but guilty of infanticide. Now... The Crown from the cross-examination we've just had is clearly saying, look at her previous postpartum depressions and we can see that they stop. They have to stop at some time. You can't, you can't go through your life 
having postpartum depression because sooner or later the effects of that childbirth wane or disappear. And they say that the depression that they agree Lauren was suffering was, was due to other stresses that we've already talked about. And so the defence expert, Dr. Hattis Friedman, was saying, no, depression like this can keep on going, especially when it's not properly treated. And it just worsens when there are other stresses. So those are going to be the essential debates in this case. And uh, we're going to be hearing from the Crown psychiatrist this afternoon. And no doubt he will join the dots of evidence in a different way and, and say that Lauren was acting not under a delusion, but under anger and frustration and resentment. And no doubt we will see him cross-examined very uh, fiercely by the defence lawyers. Yeah, Martin, you refer to the you know, fierceness there. And uh, you know, looking at the transcripts of the questioning, it seems as though things have taken on sort of like a, a more of a combative turn, a bit more of an adversarial tinge to, to proceedings. Has that been your experience watching things unfold? Not really. I think the Crown have got a duty to test the insanity defence. And although things um, got a bit testy last week, this week it's been very civil. I mean, there were a few objections to the questions, but there's been nothing like um, what you sometimes see, um, people losing their temper or, or getting very heated. No, it's still very civilised, but the questioning is very probing. I mean, the Crown is really putting the defence expert under the under the microscope, as you would expect. I mean, there are three lives lost here, so they're um, treating this as a major trial. Thanks, Martin. And thanks for listening to this episode of Newsable. I'm Imogen Wells. And I'm Emil Donovan. The details of this trial, of course, are very distressing. So if you or someone you know needs to chat, there are links and phone numbers on the Snuff website. Take care.